Hospitality NT CEO, Alex Bruce. Good morning, Alex. G'day, Katie. Alex, how was the weekend for our hospitality sector? Yeah, really good. Um, I heard Catherine was cranking, uh, Nipmaluk was full, the Gorge tours were back in uh, full, full swing as well. So right across the top end, Territorians got out camping, fishing, hiking, all of those usual things. And, and there's one more thing we can add to the list now, and that's staycations. Oh. Our accommodation hotels in the city and down at the waterfront uh, all reported close to full or full capacity. A lot of vouchers are uh, being redeemed because um, you had to, until the 30th of April to, to redeem those vouchers if you were lucky enough to jag one. So I think a lot of families took advantage of that and came in. We heard that a lot of rural area families were making make, making a, a weekend of it in and around Darwin. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really positive. Yeah, it was incredibly busy around the city and also the waterfront on the weekend. Um, I spent quite a bit of time at the waterfront and it was it was fantastic to see so many people around. That's it. Um, I, I heard that Friday night, particularly down there, uh, a lot of restaurants were at capacity. So, you know, it, it is good that unlike many, many other parts of the country, we, we have recovered to, to such a strong degree up here. Now, um, in terms of the numbers of, of uh, hotel bookings, were those numbers quite high? They were, um, and, and, and Todd from the Doubletree reported that his property along the Esplanade that's operating was at capacity uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, um, and I know a lot of the others around town were clo- close to full as well. So uh, we, we do put it down to three things, those, those vouchers that stimulated some of the local demand, mm-hmm. the fact that you can't go overseas right now with hard borders, and still we do hear this quite a lot. Um, there is a risk of domestic border changes, so a lot of Territorians are just waiting for things to calm down further down south so they're up here and enjoying themselves in their own backyard. Now, obviously, uh, in Queensland last week, you and I spoke towards the end of last week about the situation there and that lockdown um, and whether we'd sort of see a decrease or not as many people here in the Territory as a result of that lockdown. Um, Did you find that that had much of an impact on us in the end? Uh, no, I think a lot of bookings that were still in the in the works for the weekend and then this week have still occurred. Um, and the flip side is Territorians aren't prepared to take that chance of being the wrong side of a border closure. So they're delaying their trips to Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne and other areas. Um, and so we're probably getting some of the, the benefit from that back up here. Hey, uh, there's discussion this morning that, uh, that we might see uh, planes uh, back, well, back between New Zealand and Australia or a potential travel bubble. Do you reckon that would have much of an impact for us here in the Territory? Um, I know it's been talked about for a while and when we did look at it the end of last year, we aren't a big recipient of uh, New Zealanders up here into the Territory. But, you know, every extra positive sign that we're developing bubbles, we're, we're linking up with other safe jurisdictions, we might end up getting more benefit from our workforce shortage perspective out of that than the tourist uh, numbers themselves. Um, but, yeah, we... we as you know, we need every every cook, every chef, yeah. every every bar barman we can right now. So if that opens up another avenue for us to be recruiting from New Zealand, we'll definitely be looking at it. So you reckon that could be more of an option for us? We may not see a huge amount of uh, New Zealand travellers, but we could indeed end up with uh, filling some of those positions that we need to fill in the hospitality sector. Yeah, there, there, there's a strong hospitality Kiwi connection down at um, some of the op- operators down in Alice Springs already, um, and they could definitely be bolstered and, and, and grow and, and assist in that town's workforce shortages. Um, I just think tourism-wise, for whatever reason, um, 
Uh, a lot of Kiwis get to Bondi and that's where they stay. Uh, they don't make it this far north, but uh, yep. for a job they will. Yeah. Hey, um, one of the other things that we've discussed this morning, but also towards the end of last week, was that situation down at the waterfront uh, where they're no longer allowed to have the takeaway alcohol on the lawns at the waterfront. What was your reaction to that? Oh, look, we have had discussions with Sam Burke from the Waterfront Corporation and, and our restaurant members down there. Uh, we understand that there is a pathway for that to be uh, fixed quite quickly um, under the existing legal framework that's there. Uh, so it is just a matter of the Waterfront Corp and, and those restaurants getting together and, and nutting out the best path forward. Um, but, yeah, we're, 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 we're definitely keen to see innovation and adaptation everywhere we can in the industry. I, I think it's clear that locals are enjoying changing the way they play in our city. What about that delivery service? I know that some restaurants were in a situation where they were, they were obviously through COVID um, delivering meals, but some locations are also delivering those cocktails as well. It seems like that's coming, well, it has come to an end too. Do you think that that's going to impact many of our hospitality businesses? Uh, I, I listened to Minister Files, our, our responsible minister, uh, what she had to say on that and I'd, from our look at it, it does look like that probably needs legislative change. So yep. the waterfront might be able to get itself sorted out for that lawned area more quickly than legislation, you know. And uh, some, someone did crack wisely to me the other day. Imagine if they fast-tracked um, liquor law changes for the benefit of this, and but they can't fast-track bail. So, you know, we are supportive of the legislative process focusing on those key issues that the community are crying out for and... Um, this and other issues will be dealt with at the technical review of the Liquor Act stage as that progresses over the next few months. All right, so you reckon it is one of those ones that just needs to go through the due process rather than being sort of fast-tracked to allow that alcohol delivery at this point? Oh, look, there's there's policy uh, questions for government and the community ultimately that I don't think have been settled. So n- n- not only was it the cocktails, but it's, so it's a bottle of wine. So a restaurant can deliver a bottle of wine to your door with no BDR, um, a takeaway with a bottle shop attached that's doing it through their, their drive-through bottle shop or home delivery has to scan the BDR. So are we going to turn it off for both? Are we going to turn it on for both? What does the community think about that? There are some uh, minutiae detail that still needs to be worked out, but yeah. we're supportive of being involved in that conversation. Yeah, and look, I probably hadn't even thought of it in that sense before, but yeah, you're right. You know, if, you, if, uh, if you've got to go and, and uh, scan your licence, obviously, um, to get a bottle of wine in the bottle shop, uh, should you be doing the same or should it be a similar situation than if something's being delivered to your home? Well, 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 that's the thing. So there is home delivery from, from, from bottle shops and pubs and clubs that do home delivery and they do scan the BDR. Right. So, you know, there is a question then, well, what's the difference between that and a restaurant doing it to exactly the same customer? Um, so, you know, again, we just think the work needs to be done. There, there is a process. We'll, we'll sit down and, and go through that with, with the government, our members and other stakeholders. All right. Well, that one sounds like uh, it's quite a bit more extensive, I suppose. So no doubt we'll talk more about that. But we'll see what happens down at the waterfront. Hopefully they're able to reinstate that sooner rather than later. Mm, yeah. Good on you. Thanks so much for your time this morning, Alex. Cheers, Katie. Thank there. you. That's Hospitality NT CEO there, Alex Bruce.